The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked triumph? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate the work of those who fall away. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmonious sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And with that, good morning, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTB, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers here in the house, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio. We've used the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsLibertyMedia.com. And for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warned you about. I hold to the book, the Bible. As the authoritative word of God, glad that you guys have joined us here on Tuesday morning. And boy, we're <laughs> loaded for bear this morning. Uh, probably going to tick some people off. That's okay. I, you know, that's not my intention. My intention is not to tick them off. It's to get them to think. Okay. Um, and I wish I had a phone line because I wish people would call in. Although when we had a phone line, most people wouldn't call in. So <laughs> what's up with that? Uh, and what's going on? Let me lay hands on those of you who are in the video audience because my camera's going out of focus. If you would like to check us out online, please do so. SonsOfLibertyRadio.com and SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're watching by or you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio, head over to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Scroll down on the right side of the page. You'll see we're streaming live there. <clears throat> Just blow that up on whatever device you're on. 
And this is one of the many uh, video outlets that we're on. You can also catch us on BeforeIt'sNews.com, top of the page. Rumble at Sons of Liberty Radio Live. We're also on DLive.TV at The Sons of Liberty, as well as Twitch on Setting Brush Fires. And on. if you've got a Roku device, we're on there on Cutting Edge TV as well. Um, anyway, blow that up. Click on the platform icon that's there. And be sure to join us in the chat. Lots of friends in there this morning. Good morning, everyone. Good to see you guys. Lively bunch in there. Ready for this roller coaster ride. <laughs> and then right above where we're streaming live is Bradley's show from yesterday. You can still catch that up until 3 p.m. Um, this afternoon where he will be live in that area on the side of sonslibertymedia.com. Also, right above that is where you can sign up for our newsletter. Please do that. Um, we don't rent your email, sell it, or spam it. One email from us today, including the Morning Show Archive, and if I ever do a afternoon show, I'll throw that in too, but the Morning Show Archive is going to have all of the links for everything that I give you today. All of that will be in there, so if you say, hey, I missed that video, or what was that article, or whatever the case may be, You'll be able to go to that archive. Everything's in one neat little package. You don't have to go 50 different places to get it, okay? Real quickly, if you would like to help us, um, you know, it does cost money to do what we do, but we don't ask you for money. We just say, look, we're going to do what the Lord has called us to do, and if you would like to support us in that effort, you agree with our message, please click on the Donate button at the top of the page, make a one-time donation, and then also if you want to become a partner with us as a son or daughter of Liberty, these are our monthly partners. Uh, that link is also at the top of the page. And then our store is available. Lots of goodies in there. This week we are highlighting our Cowards Will Not Preserve the Republic t-shirts. We got these in a number of colors and sizes. Uh, the front of it has some artwork there. Sort of, I don't know, a little bit... I mean, it looks modernized to me. But it's, you know, it's the... Uh, uh, you've got your Continental Congress, it looks like, guys there. Probably some militia in the background uh, from the 1776 days. And the famous, the famous phrase by uh, Elmer Davis, this republic was not established by cowards, and cowards will not preserve it. That is what's on the front. Now, we've got this in about 10 different colors, and uh, they're normally $20. This week only, when you get, put these in your, in your cart in the store at sonsoflibertymedia.com, you can get 10% off of them when you use the promo code STAND, S-T-A-N-D, that link will also be in the archive this morning. So, you know, if you forget the promo, promo code or where to get it or anything like that, you'll go to sonsoflibertymedia.com a little later this morning. Look for the same, uh, look for the article with the same title as in the video description. And for those of you listening by way of Red State Talk Radio, that is protesters facing violent tyrants as Donald Trump's Wuhan connection is exposed. So be looking for that title later this morning and all that will be in there. Okay. All right. Now, before we get into some things here, there, there's this guy. I mean, I didn't know who he was, and I came across some people uh, from Australia who were sharing some of this guy's speeches. Now, he ran for uh, a, Senate, a Senate position down there in Australia. Uh, he is the national leader for the Australia One Party <clears throat> and um, claims to be a Christian guy. Uh, like, you know, uh, any of these guys that run, it, here's what I say you do. And this applies to Australia, so it doesn't, it doesn't apply to me here. It does apply, just not <laughs> for this guy, because this guy's in Australia. Whenever somebody tells you that, look to their private life. Do they love their wife? Do they love their children? Do they provide for them? Do they protect them? Do they have good character? 
Um, are they those who are toiling long at the wine? Um, are you know? Or are they not? Uh, are they men who are known in the community with a good report? If they are, then that's somebody you can consider to be a representative for you. If they are not, if they have a history of being an adulterer, if they have an, a history of, um, you know, various crimes, and I'm talking about real crimes, sins we would call them, uh, crimes, if they've got a, a history of that, if they're a drunkard, if they're a brawler, if that's what they are, you should probably stay away from those people. I don't care what they're telling you. I don't care if they recite the Lord's Prayer or whatever. You, you need to be aware of that, okay? And that comes directly out of 1 Timothy chapter 3, Titus chapter 1, and you go, well, we're not electing a pastor-in-chief. I've addressed this a bazillion times. The person in civil authority is a minister of God, Romans 13, 1 to 5. Look it up. They're a minister of God. We had this guy, last day's madness guy, coming coming into the Rumble Channel saying, he's not a minister. Uh-huh. Okay. Why would we demand less character out of those in civil government than we would those in our pulpits? And it's because of that that every time these guys get in office and they do ungodly things and they do unlawful things, that people get either frustrated with them or they try to justify it if they got their political jersey on. Okay? Just just letting you know that's what it is. This guy's name is Ricardo Bosi. Uh, Bosi, Bosi, uh, B-O-S-I. Okay? And I just kind of want you to hear the response. He, he's former special forces there in Australia. Just take a listen to what this guy has to say to his people. Stop. This stops when we want it to stop. The moment enough Australians say that's it, it's over. Come on, if Ricardo. you don't put the tools down, then this will continue until they have killed all of us. And that's what this is about. This is not about health. This is not about a disease. This is about it destroying the Australian people. From today, tools down, make whatever excuse you need to. Stress leave, holidays, long service, whatever. Close it down and just get yourself through the Christmas. Shut down the country, make it ungovernable up until Christmas and you'll be fine. What happens at Christmas, Ricardo? Watch this space. Yes, I'm back here. I'm with you, mate. So I'm, I'm with you. With all right, now there's a guy There's a guy bringing about a resolve and saying, here's what you do. You put it back on the tyrants. You shut it down so nothing happens, and you make sure everybody understands it's because of the tyrants. We are standing against the tyrants. Okay? That's the issue. We're standing against the tyrants. And this is biblical. Again, we point back. We can point back to our founding fathers. I have my shirt on today, by the way. You can pick these up in the store. Rebellion to Tyrants is Obedience to God. Uh, the push for our national seal, if you will, became the personal seal of Thomas Jefferson. And that's based on the fact that Moses went before the Pharaoh and he said, Let my people go. He didn't say, hey, Pharaoh, uh, God was thinking, you know, if you just let the people go and sacrifice to him and do some things like that, it'd be a really great idea if you do that. And he says, no, God said to let the people go. It was not optional. And when Pharaoh thought he would bow up against God, God spanked him in front of the world, and he destroyed his gods and their credibility. That's what all the plagues were sent for on Egypt, to destroy the gods of Egypt. 
to demonstrate who was the true God. That's what went on. So this guy, uh, Ricardo Bozzi, I hope I'm pronouncing his name right, I did send him an email to see if we could bring him on the show. Um, cause I, he sounds like a great guy. And there's another video down there. He leads, he's fixing to give a speech and he does lead the people in the Lord's prayer himself. He doesn't have somebody else do it. He doesn't, uh, kind of start it off and then let everybody else finish it. He knows what it is. And that's more than I, what I can say for some presidents that we have too, um, <laughs> or that we have had as well. Um, so let me give you some things, and then we're going to, I'm going to give you a couple of uh, news items here, and then we're going to get into the meat and potatoes of what we're talking about today. The first one is this. How many of you guys, and you know, I was thinking this morning, why is it that we're trained that when we're talking about a certain event that happens, we have to refer to somebody, you know, if you're white, you, you, you refer to them. You remember that black guy that was here doing this? Remember how we, you see how we've been trained to talk? Not Remember that man that was here or that woman that was here? We have to put that little adjective there because we're trained to do it. And the same thing happens with, with people with dark skin too. They look and they say, remember that white guy over there? They do the same thing, right? Okay, we're trained in that. From early on, why can't we just say the man, the woman, the boy, the girl, whatever the case may be? And that's something that I think we need to start being conscious of. Just like when, uh, you know, when I was convicted of, of certain things that I say, like "good luck," oh, that's pagan. That's not Christian. That's for sure. We need to eliminate that stuff from our thing, from our speech, and then we need to start giving glory unto God. We need to talk about. I wish, you know, I, I hope for God's providence in your endeavor. That's how we need to turn it around so that even our speech is that which glorifies God. Well, check it out. You heard in the media, just across it, all over the board, if Kyle Rittenhouse was a black guy, then this would have turned out all different. I mean, if he was in this situation, this would never happen. Bullfeathers. By the way, when I said that the other day, uh, my eight-year-old son was in the kitchen, and he goes, what's bull feathers, Daddy? And I said, well, you say that about something that doesn't exist. It isn't true. I said, do bull ha- bulls have feathers? And he goes, no. And I said, exactly. <laughs> so he kind of laughed, and he thought it was funny. Check this out. This is by Matt Agaris yesterday. Media silence. A black man who shot at cops acquitted for acting in self-defense on the same day as Rittenhouse. How many of you heard this in the Mockingbird media at all? Did you even hear it on um, Fox? And I mean F-A-U-X, Fox News. Did you hear that? No, you didn't. You you didn't hear it. And yet, (laughs) um, yeah, this is is pretty, pretty incredible. Um. Andrew Coffey IV attempted to save he and his girlfriend's lives by firing at multiple home invaders who crashed into his bedroom window in the middle of the night. Unfortunately, Coffey was unsuccessful at saving his girlfriend, Alteria Woods, and the home invaders shot her ten times. The details of this case on the surface were cut and dry, and Coffey should have never gone to trial. However, because those armed invaders who killed his girlfriend wore badges... There were cops. Coffee went to jail and was charged with Woods' murder. It, now, can you believe that? He's charged with, you're talking about adding insult to injury. 
He's charged with his girlfriend's murder, and he didn't shoot her. The cops did, busting in his house in the middle of the night. This is what they do because they're cowards. Oh, it's about making sure the thin blue line gets home. Well, what about if you've, you, you're breaking into somebody else's house, whether you have a warrant or not, you're, you're breaking into their house, they haven't been convicted of a crime, you kill this woman, and then you charge her boyfriend with her murder. Yet Mr. Coffey was found to be justified in his shooting at the cops. And you know what? For one, I hope he takes them to the cleaners individually. Not the community, not the police department, each individual cop. Each one. They 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 not only broke in his house and shot up the house and killed his girlfriend, then they tried to pin what they did on him. That is not justice, that is tyranny. Okay? Here's here's something else. And then we're going to get to to the to our topic today. Nazi Germany 2.0. Yep. We we've been seeing the the smoke coming up from this for a while there in Australia. The Australian army is now transferring quote unquote covid, that's what I, I because again, folks go try to get an isolate They've never isolated it. Therefore, they have not proven it exists. Well, what are the people getting sick from? Well, they could be getting sick from a lot of different things. But they, they really could. In fact, I would, you know, ask, because we know now that the doses, even the doses of these vaccines are all different. They're mixing and matching. They got different things in them. Some of them are placebos. This is why you don't have people, ha- you, you don't have some people who've taken the shot responding at all. That they have no problem. It's because it's a test. <laughs> You're still the guinea pigs, every one of you taking these shots. Some of you get a placebo, some of you get a real rough, heavy dose, some of you get a light dose. And there's all kinds of effects from. Hey, my arm hurts really bad to you're dead. Okay? So here they are now. They're tra- the Australian army is involved. They're being turned on their own people. Are now transferring COVID positive cases. Not they have symptoms and you know they're really sick. Or, they they just tested positive. And we all know what that, that little test is. And Kerry Mullis told us this is this is not legitimate for diagnosing issues like this. It's not. They're transferring these these people and their contacts, the people they've contacted, to quarantine camps. Now let's let's just be clear about what quarantine camps are. They're concentration camps. Oh yeah, they look nice. They look like little you know apartments that you might find. I don't know at some. Small town, you'd be surprised here in Clover, the little small town motels. You'd just be surprised in York County. You really would. And some of you have those. They're the mom and pops things. And some of them are actually really nice if they take good care of them. And some of them just look like a flop house. I mean, that's what they look like. But here we've got this going on in Australia. Now, if you say, well, that could never happen here. When I link this up 
at the it, within this is my interview with the former Washington State Representative Matt Shea, and Matt and some guys out there in Washington were pointing out where what a year ago, before the winter uh, in 2020, they were already setting up little COVID isolation camps. They were little trailers. They were little uh, campers and things of this nature. They were put in a field that was surrounded by barbed wire. Now, why do you do that for people who allegedly are sick and you don't want to get... Why do you put barbed wire? Just stop and think. Just stop and think for a second. All right, so on to the topic. I'm going to give you the bad... Well, I'm going to give you the bad news first. I'm going to give you the good news at the end, okay? Donald Trump's Wuhan connection. Now... This came out in October, and I'll tell you, even when you put Donald Trump, Wuhan, Truth Social Media, because that's, that's what he calls it, and I, I couldn't help but think he called it Truth Media. Anybody else remember who used Truth for their propaganda? Anybody else remember that? Yeah, that's right, Pravda. Pravda it means Truth, Russian. And I, I couldn't help but think that, okay? Um, it's it's interesting, though, and some people gave me a hard time because I quoted Al Jazeera. Okay, well, I got something for you. First of all, I also quoted Yahoo News, which, again, I know they're part of the Mockingbird media. That does not mean that this is not true, who the guy is fun, funding the money and where he's getting it from. Okay, and I'm gonna I'm gonna show you another that there weren't many outlets, media outlets, a big media outlets that actually reported on this. Put it in your search engine, you, I, wherever you put it, you're not gonna find many of them that reported on this. But here's what Al Jazeera had to say: As U.S. President Trump bashed China for its trade practice and blamed the Chinese government for the coronavirus pandemic, which I, I think on the trade practices he's definitely right, um, but that's largely our fault. That's like, we've been doing that for over a decade, dealing with the Chinese, actually closer to two, dealing with the Chinese for cheap products and all this other kind of stuff. Okay, So that's, that's largely our fault, not China's. They're just taking advantage of that. We would probably do the same thing with them. But he blamed the Chinese government for the coronavirus pandemic, which originated in Wuhan. Trump's rhetoric at the end of his presidency was so threatening that the top U.S. military general, Mark Milley, called his counterpart, to calm Chinese fears. SPACs are special purpose acquisition companies, but are hot but risky new Wall Street financing vehicles, also known as blank check companies, that raise funds on the, uh, excuse me, on the public financial markets and then seek out existing businesses to acquire. No matter your politics, this stock will rip. I'll start my pickup at a meager 100 shares and then add to my position on dips, a Reddit message board user wrote. Uh, SPACs accounted for half of the newly listed public companies in the U.S. in 2020 and in the first quarter of 2021, and were uh, there were 295 new SPACs formed, raising a record $96 billion, according to the Harvard Business Review saying he was creating the site to, quote, stand up to the tyranny of big tech, end quote, when he didn't actually stand up to the tyranny and do his job and bring um, justice against it while he was in the office of the president for four years. 
Trump announced on October 20th. See how he's playing you, Trump supporters? He didn't do his job. Oh, well, he was being attacked. Oh, the Russian hoax. Oh, the impeachment. Oh, the this, that, and the other. You know what? What he should have done was saying, okay, you guys go do your thing. I'm going to enforce the law, and I'm going to push for indictments. Instead of draining the swamp, as he promised, who all did he put in there as advisors? Who did he put in his cabinet positions? But friends, relatives, and more swamp people. Who did he do? I mean, break away from the right-left thing, right-left paradigm. Break away from the Republican-Democrat stuff, the red-blue stuff. For just a second, step back. He is His job is to make sure that the laws are faithfully executed. That's his job. Did that happen? How many criminal politicians were put in jail under Donald Trump? Hmm? They're not. This is why you have Joe Biden, really, literally. You have Joe Biden because he did not bring justice. Okay? And I'm not picking on Trump alone for this. Joe Biden isn't doing it. Barack Hussein Obama, Satoru Sabarka didn't do it. None of these other presidents that have been in there have done it. No, they're all in the same bed together. Okay? So, let's look here. He was going to stand up to to big the tyranny of big tech, he announced, which is yet to launch, would be open to invited guests in November and all early users or users in early 2022. Now, I just want you people to think about something just for a second with that with this true social media. I signed up on the thing to be notified when it comes on. I'm not going to be a part of that. Sorry, ain't going to do it. I see what Donald Trump did for the January 6th people who came out to support him. He hadn't lifted a finger to get those people out of jail. He hadn't lifted a finger. People who supported him. Some people are dying in jail. Without a trial. Being held indefinitely. I guess this is an NDA, your NDAA indefinite detention on display for the people to see. Which, by the way... Uh, Donald Trump continued to sign on to the NDAA, too. He continued to sign on to... He re-upped the Patriot Act. Yep. Signed the USA or the Free, USA Freedom Act as well. So don't tell me he's any different. Don't. Just don't. You're deceiving yourselves. Okay? Now, additionally in that, we know that big tech has already been in bed with China, right? You guys have heard the story, Google's Dragonfly. It's the same kind of uh, uh, thing they help create for China, the, their great firewall of China, if you will. Uh, yeah, that's Google. Google is doing it for America here, too. The heads of Google are traitors. They are not American. They're not. And yet they, they've been working with China. Forgive me, I, the, 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 the cognitive dissonance is incredible here in the fact that we give China most favored nation status, and yet we talk about them as though they're our greatest enemy, or at least one of them, right? Does that make sense to any of you people? Does it remind you of Orwell's 1984, where you got the two enemies? It's been a while since I read that. Eurasia and whatever the other one was. And they would bounce back and forth between them. So first it's Russia's our enemy, and then 
China's our friend, and then China's our enemy, and Russia's our friend, and you know, you just swap it all around and everything, and they keep the people confused. We don't even know who our ally is. We some of us think Israel is our friend, and yeah, well, go figure that one out. In fact, we're going to see if we can bring up uh, the guys from the USS Liberty to tell you just how good a friend Israel is to America. Okay, just gonna just gonna let you know. So we've got all these things. We've got uh, even the Pentagon. You remember earlier this year saying that uh, the the Pentagon's first software chief resigned because China had already won global tech war. Um, China was engaged in mass surveillance on Americans' phones in the same manner that the NSA was engaged in doing that on our phones. Illegally, by the way, a complete violation of the Fourth Amendment. So, to back this up, Yahoo News comes behind it. And they said, from a WeWork office in Miami, an obscure financier by the name of Patrick Orlando has become an unlikely power behind what is, for a meme stock minute, the ultimate MAGA stock, the nascent uh, media company of former President Donald J. Trump. Orlando's firm is set to be the money behind Trump Media and Technology Group, the former president's attempt to fight back against big tech. Don't buy it for a minute. It's not to do that. I'll guarantee you there's going to be some stuff in there about you can't criticize Israel, you can't criticize you can't uh, criticize Jewish theology, any of this. I'll, I'll guarantee, and they'll call it anti-Semitic. And yet Trump claims to be a Christian, right? A Christian who has never repented, never asked God for forgiveness, uh, blah, blah, blah. You, you got it, right? So he's said to be the money behind Trump. Trump says he plans to start with a social network called Truth Social, but has broader ambitions to create a conglomerate with news, streaming, and technology businesses to compete with CNN and Disney+. Plus. You can guarantee this is going to be a propaganda outlet, too. The deal brings together an unlikely cast of characters. Orlando, a former Dutch bank. Oh, now remember them? Dutch bank was being investigated concerning Trump. And there was a, there was a guy... Uh, I can't remember the guy's name. I should have pulled this up. But there was a guy who killed himself in the Dutch bank investigations, or Deutsch, however you want to say it, um, concerning Trump when they were investigating that. Okay? So here's this guy. He's a Deutsche Bank AG, derivatives trader, started banking with, or started banking firm Benacer Capital almost a decade ago. He's also co-founded a sugar trading company and worked for a sugar processor. Well, that's nice to know. We know what sugar does to us, don't we? Most recently, he embraced blank check companies. Orlando is also the chief executive officer of Yunhong International, a SPAC Incorporated. Remember SPAC, going back to the Al Jazeera article, a SPAC Incorporated in the Cayman Islands and whose offices are in... Drum roll, please. I don't even think... Do I have a drum roll? I don't have a drum roll here. Uh, how about this one? How's that? There's my drum roll. Wuhan, China. The, the guy's offices are in Wuhan, China. Let me ask you something. What are the chances of that happening? See, I, you can't make this up. You can't make it up. Yun Hung raised $60 million last year and was meant to merge with battery manufacturer Gigacarbon Neutrality, but the deal was scrapped in September. What 
I'm a liar. I do not know. I'm not talking about his heart, Roger. Hey, Roger, did you get what I said? I didn't get his intentions. I said, what I said is, this is what he's doing. Now, if you've got evidence to the contrary of what the information I'm giving you, then knock yourself out and tell me. I don't care about the intentions of his heart at this point. I'm simply saying, this is his actions. If I point to somebody that I saw just murder somebody in cold blood, I'm not looking at the intention of their heart. I'm looking at their actions. The court is to decide what the intentions are based on what was being said, based on what the evidence are, and this, that, and the other. I'm talking about his actions. So, Roger, you might want to correct yourself there, dude. You might want to correct yourself. I didn't give you his intentions. I gave you his actions. Who he's flying around with, birds of a feather, right? Flock together. And if you, it, I'm going to include this too. If you haven't seen Bankster's Paradise, you ought to see some of the criminal element that Donald Trump hangs out with. Among them were John, uh, Jeffrey Epstein. Among them were one of the most ruthless mafia mob bosses in New York was one of his great mentors, he said. So don't give me this junk about knowing his heart. I don't want to know his heart. God, He's going to answer to God for what goes on in his heart, just like I'll answer for mine. And I got too much going on in my heart and have been for a long time in my life, in my 52 years, I have to answer for that I don't want to answer for. So I don't go there, dude. And you shouldn't either. But just so you guys understand... Even if this was not just about Al Jazeera, and I get it, I get it. I, I hated even quoting Al Jazeera. I've given you Yahoo News. Here's Newsweek, how Donald Trump's social, uh, truth social is connected to China. Here's another one. Oh, you don't like that one? Some of you guys like Rick Wiles' True News. Trump's social media startup has Wuhan connection. How's that? Is that does that make it any more credible because an outlet like True News carries it? I'm not giving I'm not making True News any more credible than the others of this that and the other. Okay? But the fact of the matter is this is just a reality. And frankly, I don't find it coincidental you remember when Donald Trump was taken into the forbidden city in China. No foreigners taken there. That right there raised my eyebrows. Because I go, why are they letting, why are they bringing a foreigner in to their forbidden city? They don't let anybody do it. And everybody says, oh, it was because Donald Trump's grandkids speak Mandarin. No, that's, that's not the issue. No, 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 that's not the issue. And you watch and see. The longer this goes out, eventually it's going to be exposed for what it is. Eventually it will. And there's no doubt in my mind that people are trying to set Donald Trump as the hero to come back in under the Hegelian dialectic, just like he did after Barack Hussein Obama, Satoru Sabarka. It's the Hegelian dialectic being played over. They get you feeling so helpless that they lower the standard and you're ready to take anybody who seems like they're just a little bit above the last guy. Okay. Same thing. So, 
let's get this. That that's that's the bad news, if you will. And by the way, I, the reason I'm going to stay away from his social media platform, I don't care how many people it draws, is the same reason that people should have stayed away from January 6th. Now, I you have the political, you have the, the, the rights to go and protest. So I'm not sh- shooting down people's rights who went to January 6th. And I do think there are people who went to that protest who did not commit crimes and are sitting in jail. And this regime continues to hold them in violation of the Constitution when the evidence is overwhelming that they did nothing wrong. Overwhelming that they did nothing wrong. Um, yeah. So let's go to some, some good news. There has been just a number of things that are taking place within our world, and the people are standing up against it, okay? So I played for you the former uh, Australian Special Forces guy, Ricardo there. And um, and by the way, I was going to let you know, uh, this Ghislaine Maxwell trial is ongoing. We're going to have Dylan Howard on. At least we have him set up tentatively to come on on Friday. Remember, Dylan wrote the book, Dead Men Tell No Tales. We've had him on the show a couple of times. And um, Dylan is in Australia, of all places. I wanted to say, dude, what are you thinking? You're going into you know, modern-day Nazi Germany there in Australia. But anyway, he's going to be there. He's going to be calling us from the road. He won't be able to be on Zoom as far as video, but he's tentatively set up, Lord willing, uh, to speak with us on Friday about the Ghislaine Maxwell thing, which has... Believe it or not, it does have ties with Donald Trump. It really does, um, as well as a host of other, you know, world leaders, American representatives, and such, uh, as is the case. Okay, let me give you a couple of videos here. This is what is going on in Austria, not Australia, Austria. Okay, the police there are hunting down. The unvaccinated. And I, I'm telling you, these guys are the little, you know, Nazis. That, that I just you gotta you gotta see this for yourself. And I know if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio, you're you're not gonna necessarily see this. But, and this is the guy kind of reporting it. But these guys are walk there's like four of them walking through a department store with their stupid little mask on, um, scanning people's phones. I guess that's for their vaccine passport. I got a thing on my phone saying, Samsung, you know, can can help, help handle your, your health passport. No, thank you. I don't need that. Then you got this knucklehead here saluting people as he pulls them over as they're driving down the road. Show me your papers. I'm sorry. Show me your phone. Then you got this innocent-looking little chick. She looks like a communist, don't you think? Look at the big hat she's got on her head, the things on her shoulders. I mean, when uh, Kennedy was asking the uh, the communist chick uh, you know, for the banking position, uh, and he says, I don't know whether to call you this or that, you know, call you professor or comrade, well, that's what these people look like. That's exactly what they look like uh, that's going on here. Now, here's another one that's happening. This is in Croatia. Ah, and here, 
turn this down just a little bit. Here you see police taking a school teacher, manhandling her, a couple of them, manhandling her because she doesn't have a mask on. And they're going to take and throw her in the back of a police car. These little tyrants, I'm telling you, men in the past would have pulled their guns on these little criminals, these little tin hat tyrants. They would have pulled their guns on them and they would have run them off without their car. They would have run them off. That's what real men would have done. Not in this case. They wouldn't have done it. But there's more. There's good news. In the midst of tyranny like the two videos I just showed you, in the midst of all the tyranny that you're seeing around, uh, across the earth, here's some good things. This is from the Prague, um, the Czech Republic there. Freedom and Democracy Day. Okay? The, they don't want that. And I apologize, some of this is really loud. But the people, for those listening my way of Red State Hall Radio, the entire town square is full. The people are chanting united. And some people say, oh, this is to get a one world government and this, that, and the other. Okay, you know, if you want to think like that, knock yourself out. But the Bible tells us that we are to love justice, right? It teaches us that we're to rebel against tyranny. And I wrote a, and I'm going to have to get that up because I have a copy of it. I wrote a thing some years back when I worked for Nice and Council. We used to have a weekly video that we put out called Against the World. You can still find it in some places, but it, I think it's been pulled off of YouTube too. Um, I, and I don't remember the title I gave it. It's something about a one world government. And basically you're going to have a one world government one way or the other. You're either going to bow at the feet of King Jesus or you're going to have one that submits to tyranny. That's that's your one world government. And in that one world government, let me tell you something. At least in the situation of bowing to King Jesus, all of the nations remain independent. They remain distinct. The Bible tells us that kings are going to bring their crowns and their glory into the kingdom. They're distinct. We talk about this when we talk about God made us from one blood. The same passage there in Acts chapter 17 tells us that he has set the boundaries of their habitations. Okay? So the jurisdiction of the United States is not the jurisdiction of Mexico. And Mexico is not our jurisdiction. Neither is Canada, nor is Iraq, nor is Iran, nor is Syria or Africa or, you know, anywhere. Any of those nation states in Africa, any of that stuff. Australia. China, none of it. They all have their jurisdiction. They apply the law. They're supposed to apply the law as ministers of God in those jurisdictions. Okay? So here the people are. They're coming out against tyranny. Good for you guys in the Czech Republic. Here's Austria. This is, uh, you know, we showed you the little, the little Nazis roaming around, stopping people on the road, getting out in their... Um, you know, in their stores and stuff. Here is uh, here's Austria. Alle Beamte 
For those listening by way of Red State Talk Radio, you see the people in protest, and they are protesting the medical tyranny. And there is just streets full of these people. And they've got a car leading them. That's what you're hearing. There's a megaphone on top of the, the car, and it's leading the people as they go down the street. And there's just an endless supply of people parading in the streets. If you're a person standing up against this this tyranny, let me tell you, you're not alone. People all across the earth are doing this, okay? Here's another one. Again, uh, this is from a guy by the name of Aaron Jen. He says, you won't see this in the news. Again, here are all the people out in Austria... And they're they're all out in the, um, you know, I want to see a town square. That's what it looks like to me, something similar to that. Definitely a gathering place. And you can see there's a few Nazis running around there, three or four of them together. And it's it's interesting to me. I Look, I am with you guys down in Australia. You overran those cops down there in Melbourne. Totally with you. That's what's called what Bradley talks about, letting them feel your steel, is to not sit back. It is to not play lightly with the tyrant. The multitude of people who turn out for these events, who let cops, who and there, there are few and far between now who are letting them do it. They used to do it at the first. You don't see a lot of that now. They're like, no, you have no business being in on this. Let me give you a couple of others, and then I want to go to Scripture on this, okay? Um, this is in Iran, okay? This happened is happening in Iran. The people there. See, I'm going to tell you. Yeah, have I written some things on Iran? Yeah. I'm talking about their, those people in authority because the reason nations are in conflict is not because of the average Joe on the street it's because of the people who are in positions of authority. They're psychopaths in many cases. They want more and more power unto themselves, and they're the troublemakers. It's not the people. I'm sure we would get along just fine with many Iranians, many Iraqis, many Afghans, many Syrians. I'm, I'm sure of it. The problem is, is those in the position of authority. Now, this comes on to, let me give you a couple here from the States. This is actually out of uh, Los Angeles. Stop, stop. Nothing but a show to the media. Why aren't they interviewing the night? Report the injury. Report the injury. Report the injury. Report the injuries. Report the injuries. Report the injuries. So, 
so there there is Los Angeles. Here is a New York City firefighters protest out in, outside New York Mayor Red Bill de Blasio's residence against COVID-19 vaccine mandate that threatens to create a staffing crisis when it goes into effect. Check this out. I think they're getting the gallows ready there, uh, de Blasio. They're getting it ready for you. You're a tall guy. They're going to have to build an extra large one for you, bro. Yeah. Look at the look at the numbers of firefighters and their supporters out. Look at this. New York City in front of the mayor's mansion. Mm-hmm. That's what they're doing. And, you know, yesterday, I'm, I'm not going to have time because I want to address some things biblically here. Yesterday we had the story out, uh, protesters in the faces of violent tyrants. I, I took some videos just to show you what's happening down in Australia, remind you of that, we've covered some of that. And then here was a video from Rotterdam, and there they were opening fire on the, on the protesters. Yeah. And protesters were brave, they were trying to help one another stop bleeding and all this other kind of stuff. This is in Rotterdam. Then it was on to Brussels. And it looks like a war zone out there. Uh, just You can play these videos. I'll have the link up at sonsoflibertymedia.com. But there they are. Let me give you a couple of examples of why this is important and why it's such a big deal that you stand against tyranny. And we're probably going to run over just a few minutes. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and let you know now. If you're on Red State Talk Radio, you want to hear the end of this, of how I'm going to conclude it with exhortation to you, jump over to sonsoflibertymedia.com, right side of the page, rumble, Sons of Liberty Media Live, or um, before it's news, top of the page, dot com. Before it's news, top, uh, dot com, top of the page, okay? I'm going to tell you that now because we got about four and a half minutes, and I'm going, I know I'm going to run over at least like five minutes or so. So just hang with me. So you remember when the... Southern kingdom of Israel was taken into captivity by who? Nebuchadnezzar. Now, Nebuchadnezzar was not a good guy at the time. He was not. He was not converted. He was a wicked man. He did what his wicked heart wanted to do. That's how he can be, could be held accountable. And here's the issue. I want to tell all those Trump supporters who always come back to me with, well, God can use him. Well, God used Nebuchadnezzar too, and he used Pharaoh, <laughs> and he used Herod. And he used Antiochus Epiphanes, and he used, you know, all kinds of Charles I, all kinds of tyrants down through history. He used Pol Pot, he used Adolf Hitler. And they go, how dare you say God used him? Well, if he didn't use him, there was no good purpose in what any of them were doing. I'm not saying what they did was good. What I'm saying is, there's no way that there can be a good purpose, which is what Romans 8.28 says, that all things work together for good for who? For those who love him, that's God, and are called according to his purposes. So, yeah, King Cyrus, the same thing. All of that, okay? God's used all kinds of evil rulers throughout history to accomplish good purposes. Maybe that's judgment. Maybe that's discipline. But he uses everybody. That's why we have a purpose, okay? So don't give me that stuff. But in any case, Nebuchadnezzar took many of the people, especially the young people, and he brought them into 
Babylon, and he gave them new names. They had names that honored the Lord, okay? Um, For instance, verse 6 of chapter 1 of Daniel tells us, among these, these are the the people who are brought in, uh, they're appointed uh, daily provision of the king's meat and of the wine which he drank, so nourishing them three years there, that at the that at the end thereof they might stand before the king. And among them were the children of Judah, four guys that are named here, Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. Now you'll notice their names end in El or Ah, and that is tied back to who God is too, okay? Unto whom, verse 7, the prince of the eunuchs gave names. They changed their name. They gave them names that honored the gods of Babylon. Marduk was one of the premier ones. To Daniel, he gave the name of Belteshazzar, and to Hananiah of Shadrach, and of Mishael uh, Meshach, and to Azariah of Abednego. But Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with the portion of the king's meat, nor with the wine which he drank. Therefore he requested the prince of the eunuchs that he might not defile himself. Now, meat was not forbidden in the Old Testament, just so we're clear. Okay? It wasn't forbidden. You could eat certain types of animals. You could eat the meat from them. Okay? So, what is he doing here? He's saying, this is a meat that's forbidden for me to eat. And so he requested, he didn't go up to the the prince of the eunuchs, the guy who was in charge of them. He didn't go up to him and say, hey, dude, look, I'm not eating that stuff, blah, blah, blah. He makes a request to him. And look, I, I I really don't want to defile myself. It's it's against my conscience. It's against what God has told me to do. And uh, I'm going to request that you do something instead. Give me something else. Verse nine tells us, and God had brought Daniel into favor and tender love with the prince of the eunuchs. Isn't that something? The, the prince of the eunuchs is a, is a Babylonian. And yet God brought Daniel into favor and tender love. The guy actually liked Daniel. Daniel had some character about him. And the prince of the eunuchs said unto Daniel, I fear my lord the king, who hath appointed your meat and your drink, for why should he see your faces worse liking than the children which are of your sort? Then shall ye make me endanger my own head, right? My head, to the king. We're going to pick this up on the other side, and uh, I'll work this out, and I want to give you one more example uh, to encourage you in your stand against tyrants, okay? SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, SonsOfLibertyRadio.com. Catch Bradley at 3 p.m., and we'll see you tomorrow for Rotten of the Core Wednesday with the Common Core Diva Lynn Taylor. All right, I want to welcome everybody coming over from Red State Talk Radio. Let's continue with this just a little bit. I want, to, I want you to see this is a defying of tyrants. It's not doing it, you know, overtly in a screaming, shouting match or with a megaphone or marching in the streets, but it is an appeal to do what God has said. Okay, so let's go back here. Then said uh, then said Daniel to Melzer, whom the prince of the eunuchs had set over Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, prove thy servants. Look, put us to the test so that you're not endangering yourself. I beseech thee, ten days, and let them give us pulse to eat and water to drink. Now, I brought this up, if you remember, those of you who heard my interview with Dr. Patrick Vickers, who runs the Gerson um, place down in Mexico. I forget what they call that, but it has Gerson in it. And you've heard Kate, 
uh, Shimarani, who comes on on Saturday. She's our health and wellness expert. You've heard her speak about the Gersten therapy. You've heard her speak about Dr. Vickers and the, the place they have down there in Mexico. And um, this was one of the things I, I said. It's, I, it's always fascinated me, even as a young Christian, when I first read this. Um, did, did, did Daniel have some kind of insight? Was he, was he told something of the Lord, or was this just something he knew? that in, you could see a difference in them in 10 days by doing what he said. And he also came to that same conclusion as well. And so Daniel says in verse 13, Let our countenances be looked upon before thee and the countenance of the children that eat the portion of the king's meat. In other words, make a comparison between us and the guys eating what you're, what you're told to serve them. And as thou seest, deal with thy servants. So he consented to them in this matter and proved them 10 days, and at the end of the ten days, their countenances appeared fairer and fatter in flesh than all the children which did eat the portion of the king's meat. And if you remember, I asked Dr. Vickers about this. I've asked Kate about this. Can this really be in ten days? You could see such a difference from what this big group of guys under the king are eating versus what Daniel and his friends are going to eat. And they, they both said, yes, you can. As for these four children, God gave them knowledge and skill and all learning and wisdom. And Daniel had understanding in all visions and dreams. And at the end of the days that the king had said he should bring them in, then the prince of the eunuchs brought them in before Nebuchadnezzar, and the king communed with them, and among them all was found none like Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, therefore stood they before the king, and in all matters of wisdom and understanding that the king inquired of them, he found them ten times better than all the magicians and astrologers that were in all of his realm. How do you like that? Huh? They honored God, just as Paul says. Remember what Paul says. We're to glorify God in all things. Whether we eat or whether we drink, we're to do all for the glory of God. Isn't that interesting? And though they humbled themselves here, God raised them up, didn't he? And he put them in prominent positions within the kingdom. We're going to see over in chapter 3. This is the, this is the last place I'll go. Okay, And here's what we've got here. Nebuchadnezzar the king made an image of gold whose height was three score cubits and the breadth thereof six cubits, and he set it up in the plain of Dura in the province of Babylon. Here's this 666 if you want to have it. It's not 666, by the way, guys. Just because something has 666 on it doesn't mean it's <laughs> this thing. People get all superstitious. Revelation's clear about 666. Not three sixes, an actual total value, Okay. And it's the number of a man. Yet we do see there's an image that's been set up here, and I think this is a shadow of what was to come there uh, under Caesar. But in any case, Nebuchadnezzar the king sent to gather together the princes, the governors, and the captains, and the judges, the treasurers, the counselors, the sheriffs, and all the rulers of the provinces to come to the dedication of the image which Nebuchadnezzar the king had set up. Now, why is, why is Nebuchadnezzar doing this? Because Nebuchadnezzar had a dream, and in that dream he saw he saw an image. And that image was made up of different kinds of metals, descending in quality till it gets down to clay. And when Daniel comes in to interpret the dream for Nebuchadnezzar, 
He says, you, O king, are that head of gold. So it starts off with a head of gold, and it's got a chest and arms of um, silver. And then you've got brass. And then you've got, uh, I'm having a tough time this morning. I'm trying to think through these things. Iron, and then iron mixed with clay as you get down to the feet. Okay? So you have this descending value. It's showing the corruption of governments. Okay? Before a stone without hand, that's cut out of the mountain without hands, comes and smashes the image into pieces, and that stone grows into a great mountain whose government is none other than that of Jesus Christ. Okay? So they do this, and so Nebuchadnezzar says, look, I'm not content with just being a head of gold. I'm going to be the whole thing. So he makes this gold idol. I'm not letting these this these silver this silver come along. I'm not I'm not having all these other things, okay? I'm going to make the whole image of gold. So he calls all of the people who are in positions of authority in his kingdom. He sets this strange-looking big idol up. And in verse 4 of chapter 3 we're told, and Harold cried aloud to you it is commanded, O people, nations and languages, that at what time ye hear the sound of the cornet, the flute, the harp, the sackbut, the, fal- the psaltery, the dulcimer, and all kinds of music, ye fall down and worship the golden image that Nebuchadnezzar the king had set up. What's happening here is there's idolatry, obviously, but it's to show allegiance unto Nebuchadnezzar. Because he's been told, wait, there's a king, there's kingdoms coming after you. You're going to lose your kingdom. Babylon's not going to you know, live forever as the, the golden head here. So they're going to play music, which is interesting that they're going to do that. And the people are to fall down and worship the golden image. They're to worship an idol. Which behind that idol is none other than Nebuchadnezzar. They are, in essence, they are to worship Nebuchadnezzar. When it's saying worship the golden image that Nebuchadnezzar the king had set up, Nebuchadnezzar's the one telling him to do it. The idol's not telling him to do it. Uh, boy, that's interesting, isn't it? Dale! <laughs> Maybe you missed some of the shows where I've actually said things that I've done wrong. Hmm? Where I've mentioned my own sin. Maybe, maybe you really should, uh, uh, yeah. Who's judgmental? Okay. Um, in any case, <laughs> there is a warning for those who don't fall down and worship. And whoso falleth not down and worshipeth shall the same hour be cast in the midst of a burning, fiery furnace. Therefore, at that time, when all the people heard the sound of the cornet, the flute, the harp, the sackbut, the psaltery, and all kinds of music, and all the people, the nations, and the languages fell down and worshipped the golden image that Nebuchadnezzar the king had set up. Wherefore, at that time, certain Chaldeans came near and accused the Jews. They spake and said to King Nebuchadnezzar, O king, live forever. Thou, O king, hast made a decree that every man that shall hear the sound of the cornet, the flute, the harp, you you get the deal. They're supposed to fall down and worship, okay? And if you don't fall down, you're going into the burning, burning, fiery furnace. So verse 12 says, by the way, King, there's there's some troublemakers. There are certain Jews 
whom you set over the affairs of the province of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. These men, O king, O king, have not regarded thee. They serve not thy gods, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. You, you can just see the whispering going on, right? And Nebuchadnezzar, in his rage and fury, commanded to bring Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Remember, he had seen that they were among all of these guys who were putting their face in the dirt to an idol that doesn't speak, doesn't hear, and, and doesn't uh, see. They were ten times better than any of these other people. Now, if you be ready, he says, um, excuse me, I'm sorry, I jumped ahead there. Is it true, O Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, do not ye serve my gods, nor worship the golden image which I have set up? And if you be ready, at what time you hear the sound of all this stuff again, and you fall down and worship the, the image that I made, but if you will not, ye shall be cast the same hour into the midst of a burning, fiery furnace, and who is that God that shall deliver you out of my hands? Oh, is that some kind of arrogance that Nebuchadnezzar has? And listen to these young men. These are not these are not men in their twenties, thirties, forties, probably. We're not told how much time passes by, but they have been raised up in the kingdom. They might be in their twenties. I don't know. But the fact of the matter is, here's how they responded to the king: If it be so, our God, whom we serve, is able able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace. And he will deliver us out of thine hand, O king. But if not, and they're talking about not he will deliver them out of the king, but if they won't, if he won't deliver us from the fiery furnace, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve thy gods, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. Then was Nebuchadnezzar full of fury, and the form of his visage was changed against Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Therefore he spake and commanded that they should heat the furnace one Seven times more than it was wont to be heated. Now, stop and think about that. <laughs> I just, it's, okay, so heated up seven times more than it was. I mean, if, you're wanting to, if you wanted to torture somebody, would you not lower the flame? You know what I mean? So it wouldn't just consume you you know you want to make an example you do that he heats it up seven times more this is this is our rational some people get over things like this and we're told here verse 21 these men were bound in their coats as shadrach meshach and abednego and their hosen and their hats and their other i like that that they wore hats there and their other garments, and were cast into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. And therefore, because the king's commandment was urgent and the furnace exceedingly hot, the flame of the fly, the flame of the fire, slew those men that took Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. <laughs> I mean, get the picture here. The guys charged with taking the prisoners to execution get consumed by the fire that's supposed to kill the guys they're taking. It consumes them. It doesn't consume Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, which it, it kind of makes you wonder, did Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego just jump off in there themselves? Did they just walk into the midst of the fiery furnace themselves because the guys who were taking them got burned? 
It's kind of interesting when you think about it. Verse 24, And Nebuchadnezzar the king was astonished, and rose up in haste, and spake, and said unto his counselors, Did not we cast three men bound in the midst of the fire? And they answered and said unto the king, True, O king. And he answered and said, Lo, I see four men loose, walking in the midst of the fire, and they have no hurt, and the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. Or some translations render it as a son of the gods. That's that would that's my thought, that he would probably be pushing that out since he's a pagan king at the time. He does, be, he does become converted, gloriously, mightily converted. There's no question about that. But at this time, he's not. And Nebuchadnezzar came near to the mouth of the burning fiery furnace and spake and said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, ye servants of the Most High God, come forth and come hither. And Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came forth in the midst of the fire. doesn't even say, well, uh, we know that <laughs> they, they weren't burnt. We're going to see that in just a second. They weren't burnt. Uh, they come out free. They come out loose. They come out of their own accord. And the princes, governors, and captains, the kings and counselors, being gathered together, saw these men, upon whose bodies the fire had no power, nor was a hair of their head singed, neither were their coats changed, nor the smell of fire had passed on them. And Nebuchadnezzar spake and said, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who hath sent his angel, and delivered his servants that trusted in him, and have changed the king's word. Oh, that's a, that's a pretty bold statement to say. And yielded their bodies that they might not serve nor worship any god except their own god. Therefore, I make a decree. Here's a, here's a pagan king. Listen to what he's going to say. That every person, nation, and language... Remember, he's over the Babylonian Empire. He's not just over a nation-state. Would speak anything amiss against the god of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, shall be cut in pieces... And their houses shall be made a dunghill, because there is no other god that can deliver after this sort. And then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the province of Babylon. Amen. Hallelujah. I like that. This is what we mean when we say, if you don't bow, you don't burn. Does God deliver his children in the same way every time? Nope. Sometimes it's to take them on to be with him. We've got a whole history of Christian martyrs who faced that very thing. Did God abandon them? Nope. He just said, I'm just going to bring you home with me. Be faithful unto me. I'm just going to go ahead and bring you home to me. And that's what I see happening with many people today in these videos that I'm showing you where they're rising up against the tyrant. Many people were rising up against the tyranny under Trump. Now people are rising up against the tyranny under Joe Biden. And they just had enough of it. They're tired of government and tyrants deceiving them, stealing their wealth, stealing their children's inheritance, wanting to know every single footstep that they make when they breathe, what their heartbeat rate is, knowing every intimate moment of their lives, that's what a lot of this stuff is for. Look, I, I got this thing, and I don't even hardly wear it now. And I got it for nothing because there was gift cards or something that came with something. These little these little things right here, what are they there? You think that it's for, oh, I need to check my heart rate, and I need to see how many steps I took. In it. No, that, that's going to be information that's going to be used against you in the future. That's what that's going to be. 
Same thing with the phones, all this stuff. Just know what you're getting into while you have these things. This technology can be used for good, but the tyrants intend to use it for evil, okay, in the same manner. And so what we see here with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, what we saw with them and Daniel in chapter 1 is the same kind of resolve that I showed you in the videos where the people are going out and they're saying, nope, tyrant, we're not doing what you're saying. And you can throw us in the fiery furnace if you want to, but God is able to deliver us. And if he won't deliver us, we're still not going to follow along with you. That's the voice I hear of the people, okay? I'm not saying they're Christian, but I'm saying they bear the image of God, and part of that image of God is holiness and righteousness. And they know that what's going on is neither holy nor righteous. It is tyranny. And we are called to resist tyranny, and we're called to submit ourselves unto God, our Creator. Amen. Guys, have a great day. Catch Bradley at 3 p.m. Eastern. And don't forget, we'll be back tomorrow for Rotten to the Core, Rotten to the Core Wednesday with our Common Core diva, Lynn Taylor. Until then, we'll see you.